This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. We are just about a week or so away from a spring training 2017. I cannot believe I'm saying those words. You may not believe that you're hearing them. It is uh, Matt Wehmeyer joined by Jen Langosh for the Cardinals podcast once again. And, Jen, let's kind of dive right in as we uh, break down what this Cardinals team can look like in terms of a 25-man or expanding it to a 40-man roster at the uh, onset of the 2017 spring training. So, Jen, let's run down about six or seven topics, uh, beginning with this one. When you look at the guys that comprise the current roster, who would you say is not necessarily the best player or the most talented, but perhaps the guy who is going to be the biggest difference maker for the Cardinals in 2017? Yeah, I think for this, I, you know, I go back to December and the Cardinals signing of Dexter Fowler. And I think, you know, as you, as you revisit what the Cardinals goals were heading into the off season, they were to inject athleticism onto this roster to improve defensively and to become a better base running team. All three of those things are improved by having Dexter Fowler on your roster. He makes your outfield better in that he can be an average, you know, defensive center fielder himself, but he allows Randall Gritchick to move to left field where the Cardinals for the first time in many years now profile above average defensively. He changes the look of your lineup. He gives you athleticism there in, in the leadoff spot. He is a, a base runner, probably going to be immediately the best base runner on this team in terms of not just being able to steal bases, but being able to take the extra bases, being able to be smart on the base path. So when you look at really where the Cardinals were deficient last year and where, where things fell short, seeing Dexter Fowler in every way makes them better. And then you add on top of that, injecting his personality into a clubhouse that, quite frankly, at times last year felt kind of stale. He's going to bring a levity to it. He's going to bring some credentials having just been on a team that won the World Series. And I think, you know, the five years, 80-plus million that the Cardinals invested in him, they hope to see him be that difference maker right away. Yeah, to take him away, like you said, from the reigning world champions and the arch nemesis of this franchise is going to really spice up that rivalry as if it needed it. So these 19 meetings in the regular season are really going to be must-see events, uh, thanks in large part to uh, Dexter Fowler. Uh, Jen, topic number two, I think, uh, you know, a guy last year that uh, caught everybody off guard in making the opening day roster was certainly Jeremy Hazelbaker. Uh, who could be this year's Hazelbaker, if you will? Who's a guy that might surprise and find his way onto that 25-man roster? Yeah, I'm going to take this question in a little different direction because for the Cardinals, the way their roster is comprised heading into spring training, I think we have a pretty good idea of who's going to be on, and I'm not sure that we're going to see the big surprise. But for me, I think who could surprise in spring in terms of where he ends up and the role he takes is Trevor Rosenthal. And this is a guy who we haven't talked a lot about recently just because of what he's gone through the last year. I mean, last year, of course, entered the season again as the Cardinals' closer finished the season not only out of the closer's job but having missed a couple months due to an arm injury and there's really a lot of questions about where he's going to fit moving forward and what the Cardinals have decided to do with Trevor this year is to stretch him out in spring training for the first time in his career 
not necessarily with the idea that he's going to win a rotation spot since the Cardinals have a plethora of starting pitchers already, but they want that flexibility. And I think it's going to be very interesting to see how Trevor navigates through spring, how he does when he stretches out and pitches multiple innings. And then he might end up surprising some folks in terms of where he fits in the bullpen, whether it be as a setup guy or maybe a multiple innings reliever that can bridge the game to the back end. So um, I look at him as a very intriguing guy to watch in spring training. And again, he hasn't been talked about a lot recently because of what happened in 2016, but I think he can reopen some eyes if he's healthy and pitching like he was a couple years ago. Yeah, great choice there. He is certainly going to be a huge X factor for the Cardinals in 2017, no question. Uh, Jen, topic number three, uh, every team, uh, you know, despite their record, has a star player, or if not, you know, a star player, a guy that is identified as the face of the team, the face of the franchise. So a lot of talent on this Cardinals roster. But right now, if you have to pick one guy who is that quote-unquote star or the face of the team, who is that guy, and what is his status right now in terms of, you know, is he a young guy entering his prime? Is he a guy on the other side of his prime? Is he a guy battling health issues? How would you assess the the star player or the face of the franchise for the Cardinals right now? Yeah, I think going into this next year, the star is still Yadier Molina. I mean, this is a guy who has been on the field for the Cardinals since 2004, which is longer than anybody else on the roster. And, you know, one B behind him would probably be his battery made Adam Wainwright, but you look at what Yachty has meant um, on the offensive side, but even more so on the defensive side and in his way uh, that he has of helping navigate young pitchers early in their career. He is very much an anchor of this organization and he, you know, he's heading into his age 34 season. So I think there's a lot of questions about whether the durability that he's shown will be able to continue, but he's coming off a year in which he had a sensational second half of the season and he had that great second half while playing more games than ever before in his career. It was interesting a couple weeks ago, Mike Matheny saying that the Cardinals, that he does not anticipate pulling back on that workload for Yadi Molina. I think this is going to be something that we have to keep an eye on through the season. But as of right now, it all signs are a go for Yadi. He's going to participate in the World Baseball Classic. He's going to be behind the plate on opening day. And really, it wouldn't surprise me if once again at the end of the year we're talking about Yadi Molina catching 100, starting 130-plus games behind the plate. Yeah, if anybody can do it, it is certainly Yadier Molina. Never count that guy out. He can still be a huge uh, impact player for the Cardinals here in the 2017 season. Uh, Jen, the next topic, uh, in terms of the vision uh, for this Cardinals team and for the Cardinals front office in particular, how is the team kind of balancing uh, you know, immediate goals with regards to the upcoming season, with regards to the the big picture plan, I know it's a it's a tricky balancing act for for any team and any sport really. So in terms of that, what is really the vision of the Cardinals front office? Yeah, I mean the vision is to get back to playing in October certainly, and I, I think more from a micro sense, the Cardinals were very fundamentally flawed in, in 2016. As I, as they go into 2017, they're looking to improve in the field, improve on the bases and do so with a more athletic team. And what we saw, we saw that manifest itself in the moves that they made this offseason, I mean, most notably going and signing Dexter Fowler, but also committing, recommitting to, to some of their other players, uh, Colton Wong, somebody they think can really shore up the defense in the infield, recommitting to Randall Gritchick after an up-and-down season last year, believing that he can be an above-average defender in left field. So, you know, as we come into get ready for spring training, this is an organization that is really going to kind of revisit those fundamentals this spring so that they can shore up the issues that they had last year 
and become more sound. You know, what we're used to seeing from the Cardinals historically is that this has been a very fundamentally sound team for whatever reason that got away from them last year. But their their belief is that they have the talent to be very competitive again in the NL Central and, 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 you know, make a run in the postseason if they can just fix some things internally. Yeah, they want to get back to the Cardinal way, certainly, and get back to playing the way that uh, we're accustomed to seeing the Cardinals play baseball uh, here in 2017 and beyond, of course. Uh, Jen, for the next one, I'm using air quotes as I say the perfect season. Now, the perfect season as a term can be different for, for any team. It could be something in terms of the White Sox, for instance. They're clearly rebuilding. Uh, teams like the, you know, say the Cubs and the Dodgers and the Indians are clearly teams that are going for it in 2017, and nothing short of a world title is going to satisfy them. So within that spectrum between rebuilding and contending for a championship, where do the Cardinals fall right now? Yeah, I mean, I think if you were to ask the Cardinals, certainly they go into the season believing that they could be playing for a world championship by the end of October. But I, you know, as I pull back from that just a little bit, I really think the perfect season for the Cardinals would be grabbing the NL Central title back from the Cubs. I mean, here they are once again going into the season expecting, um, you know, with everybody expecting that the Cubs are going to repeat as division champs and, and maybe uh, as World Series champions. So the Cardinals, I mean, it, it's quite a gap to, to, to make up in one year, having finished 17 and a half games back of Chicago last year. But um, they believe that, you know, with Chicago has as much youth on their side. The Cardinals believe that they have similar youth on their side. And I think if they can get back to the top of the NL Central, the season in many ways will be defined as successful. And Jen, as we come down the home stretch here, as we look at the uh, projected 25-man roster for this Cardinals team, within that roster, what is the biggest uncertainty right now? Yeah, I mean, there's really not a lot of roster spots up for grabs with the way the Cardinals have, have built their 40-man roster this winter. I think the one spot that will be um, a true competition is probably for the final bullpen spot. You look at a bullpen right now that's likely to, to feature Rosenthal, Sonwano, Kevin Segrist, Matt Bowman, Jonathan Broxton, and Brett Cecil, and there's one more spot there to take. So um, keeping your eye on a guy like a Sam Tuivalala, Miguel Sokolovich, who's contributed at the major league level the last couple of years and is out of options this year. Those are guys who I think could push their way into competition for that seventh spot. You know, on, on a lesser, you know, non-roster decision-making, there are some interesting position battles, whether it be third base, does that belong to Jed Jerko or Johnny Peralta by the end of camp? How does the rotation fill out? Um, but I do think that bullpen is one where there could be a very open competition for that final and 25th roster spot. And Jen, to uh, wrap things up here, you know, when you look at other sports, you never hear, you know, these these happy romantic stories about, you know, NFL training camp or about the first practices for, you know, the NBA or the NHL. But but baseball and spring training is always different. And in your opinion, why is that? Why is there so much more elation and optimism and just pure joy when it comes to the start of baseball season as opposed to the other three big sports? Yeah, I wonder if it's just that so many of us have spent the last couple months in, in places where it's cold and it's snowing and it's icing and you're dressed in winter coats. And then all of a sudden you show up in, in Florida, you know, as, as is the case for the Cardinals, and there's the sunshine, the temperatures are in the 70s and 80s, and the weather is just perfect. And it's a sign, I mean, for all of us that spring and summer is, is around the corner. And, I mean, you're right, especially here in St. Louis, um, baseball season never truly ends here in St. Louis. It's just talked about for 12 months a year, but there is always at this time of year, great anticipation, great excitement. And there's also this idea that, you know, the day one of spring training, 
every team is still in contention and there's hope and there's optimism no matter what your team roster looks like. So um, I look forward to getting down there in just over a week and, and getting started with the coverage there. And I know players that I've talked to, many have already left for Florida to get a head start, but everybody's looking forward to coming together once again and, and working towards some greater goals than they achieved in 2016. And I look forward to being very envious of you when you do arrive in Florida because I'm still going to be stuck here in the Northeast in the in the cold and the chill and the gray skies. But for you, I'm quite happy. And uh, Jen Langosh, this has been a pleasure. As always, enjoy your time in Florida, and uh, we will do it again soon. In the meantime, it's Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, St. Louis Cardinals. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.